everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. I had so much fun meeting you guys at our live podcast on Thursday. That was so, so cool. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, I I can't even tell you how amazing that was to meet you guys. I feel like I felt like you were my friends for a long time. And now I really feel super close to you now that I've met at least some of you, 60 of you. <laughs> Um, we're going to keep doing those. Uh, and so I will keep meeting more of you. And it was just such a blast. And I'm so grateful and thankful that y'all came out. Uh, also, and just thank you for listening and rating the podcast five stars and, and leaving reviews on iTunes. It means so much and it helps to keep this going. So I have a very, very, very special guest today. Uh, you guys are going to love him. Uh, he's a hilarious comedian and actor. He's worked on E! MTV. He's also like really handsome unfortunately gay for me but <laughs> you guys are gonna love him justin martindale yay thanks for doing this yes i'm extremely gay for you <laughs> you're, gay, you're gay for me yeah i said it wrong <laughs> listen again it's 12:09 p.m yeah. on a saturday we're already having a cocktail yeah it's memorial day weekend yeah the kickoff yeah well yeah. the kickoff was months ago for me <laughs> it's just been going the beginning strong. of the spiral yeah it's just been going strong there's mm-hmm. no spiral i mean i think it's oh i love a good spiral really oh yeah I've, I've had no meltdowns yet well yet yeah yeah the I've, weekend is young yeah <laughs> i don't really like i don't really get like um meltdowny drunk i just sort of i'm like i just go to bed at a, like after a while it's just like rachel should go to bed yeah i just that's get tired. a good that's a good uh place to be yeah because some people don't do that and Some then people they, are just like, let's just keep going. I can't. I get really tired. I'm like an old person. Mm-hmm. That's good, though. Not being an mm-hmm. old person, but like. Yeah, but like, because then you eventually die. And like, right, that sucks. Right. But, and that's just the inevitable. But yeah. like, <laughs> but actually just being like, you know what? I'm just I'm just tired. Yeah. I just want to go to bed. Always. You know, you're going to you know what you're going to feel like in the morning. Just get a, a good start. Yeah. I think that's why I'm able to drink every day, because I put myself to bed at the right time. I right. get a solid nine hours of sleep. Yeah. That's a lot of sleep. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, I could just keep doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Just Things are good. Drink some water in somewhere around there. Yeah, I do. And it's great. It's soda water, but it's still water. Sometimes I have regular <laughs> water there. I've half a bottle of regular water. I know. I brought over um, a Zico, uh, sponsored by Zico, yeah. uh, pineapple <laughs> flavored podcast. coconut water. And we were having little cocktails and I was like, you know what? This would Add be a that. good and mixer too. And actually too. it's very good. Uh-huh. It Let's made hydrate it- while we dehydrate. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Have, so have you seen La La Land? I have, yeah. Okay. Because I'm white, yeah. Well, I <laughs> I had not seen it uh, because I hate musicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I really just, I just can't understand. I mean, this is probably not going to, you're not going to relate to this. I assume I you love will. them. I kind of don't like really? musicals. Oh, thank I God know. that makes me love you. I know. Like I get, I'm just I, like, just, you can just tell me what you're feeling. You don't need to sing it. You I'm a street to, gay. You know, yeah, like, I'm, just, I'm like a little, yeah, hard. yeah, just like, yeah, you're a little rough like, around ah, the edges. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, you're I just like a, a moody one. Yeah. I hate rent. I, yeah. di- I hated wicked. Yeah. I, oh, wicked's the worst. It's the Remember worst. That commercial that ran for forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. uh, shut up. <laughs> God, just hit her with a car already. She's awful. Ugh. And all my friends are like, oh my God, Elphaba speaks to me. I'm like, we're not And friends. what is that fucking name? Elphaba, yeah. Oh my God. God. I want to know how many like gay babies are running around named Elphaba. Probably a lot. Probably a lot. Like five. Yeah. And they're all least, in like Connecticut least. or something. Mm. Or West Hollywood too. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I had not seen it because I hate musicals. Mm-hmm. And then I finally, I was on a flight to Europe and I w- there was really nothing else to watch. So I did. And I ended up fucking loving it. Yeah, it was good. And so last night, um, me and uh, my friends Stassi, Katie, and Kristen, we oh, all Oh, I know to- those girls. <laughs> <laughs> I 
they would love you. I feel I've like. met them. I know, but I feel like I know you have. But I mean, like, I feel like they would love to like hang out with you. I know. I've hung out with Saucy before, and I, f- I think I've yelled at Kristen. Would you yell at her for being drunk? Wait, Remember, I think that's where I met you at the comedy store. And mm. She was like in the front row, and she's like, bah, 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 and I was like, shut up. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't they were like in the front row. She was like heckling you, or like not. Oh yeah, but she was. Like, it was before she started doing stand up, didn't she? Didn't she? She doesn't do stand up. Okay, no, she. We're gonna talk about that. No, she. <laughs> I wanted my comedy filmed for Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. and they don't really fucking care about me. So the only way that was going to happen was if I involved a main cast member oh. like Kristen somehow in it. Mm-hmm. And she she was already an actress. I mean, and so we decided to like write sketches because some, you know, for a way mm-hmm. to involve her. Um, and then and, and then we actually started sort of doing the show like a few times. And then eventually we wrote her like a monologue that she said up top. But no, she's never done stand up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's funny. I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did not. Oh, the, you, I can't even tell you how angry I was every time they. The, the two times that they tried to air our comedy or did like a flashback to it. or And, and they never showed my stand up. And then they just of showed course. like this sh- like the shitty part of a sketch that was not even funny. Oh, God, I was so mad. Yeah, I don't blame you. Hollywood, yeah. am I right? Yeah. Anyways. So you're you're in Europe with them, right? No. Okay. No. So no, we went to La La Land last night, like at the mm. Hollywood Bowl. Mm. So they play the movie and play the music with the movie. Like an orchestra plays. It was really cool. That's kind of magical. Yeah, and I felt like a real person. Like I liked things. Like I was like, this is actually <laughs> yeah. really cool. Yeah. I cried even. Oh yeah. Which I don't do that. I yeah. was like, I have a I have a soul. I know. There's That's... something left in here. I. Went to Texas last week to do shows. I was in Dallas, or actually Fort Worth, with Jessamay Peluso. And again, it was just like, oh, I have a soul. Isn't that nice? It's so nice. What made you feel like you had a soul? Just people were nice, and it was just like courtesy and manners and thank you, and you're very welcome, and well, great job. Well, I feel like that's more like them having a soul. They have souls. Yeah, yeah, you were just. But it was kind of like a. They were just being nice oh, to you. Like, like filling my my soul tank up. You know, I was just like, oh, I was empty, and now, oh. What are you, Vicky Gum- Gumbelson or whatever her name is? <laughs> yes. Her love tank yeah. is full. <laughs> yes, it was nice. I was like, oh yeah, like it's always nice to like connect and be like, oh yeah, there's, yeah, like the, oh. to push all the like bullshit aside and be like, oh, I've got an audition and oh, I've got to do this and I'm gonna, I'm, <laughs> I gotta do eight I, spots I need, tonight. <laughs> I need likes on my Instagram and why is no one poking me on Facebook? You know. <laughs> Which, let's just stop doing that. Do people still? I think so. I didn't even know it was an option. I think it is still. Have you been poked I've been recently? poked a lot. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. And it's always weird when like a relative does it because you're just like, I need to take like, a shower after yeah, this. Yeah. Or, or like, don't poke me. Give me a call mom. maybe. Yeah. Just call me. Don't poke me. Your mom's never poked you. Please. My mom's poked me a couple really? times. Yeah. But like parents don't know how to use social media. Like Mm-mm. they don't get it. I. No. My mom will call me sometimes and be like, so um, this person left a nice comment and I would like to respond to it. How do I do it? And I have to like walk her through the steps. But I... I, there's nothing I hate more than explaining te- technology to someone because I'm not even that great at it. And I'm like, okay, you just, you put that symbol and like, it's too that. much now. I am honestly like falling out of it because it's like, I, but we like have to do it. I know. I like thought about it today. I, I, I sent my friend who like knows how to do graphics and stuff. I sent her a photo of me and I was like, can you please put like the cool like lettering over this photo so I can post my show dates. But it was like begrudgingly. I'm like, I know I have to do this. I know it is weird. Cause it's like, because you have Instagram and now you have, or you have Snapchat and you have Instagram stories and now Instagram's fighting with Snapchat because they're trying to like do, it's like this new East Coast, West Coast feud, really? like this social media feud. Someone going to get shot? Well, Instagram has filters involved? now, but they're like the, they're like the, 
beep filters. Like they're not. They're Do they trying have like to be, the like the faces and stuff. It's though? like it's like a janky rabbit. It's like mm-hmm. a it's like a the nose is over here and the ears are. It's they not. Just stop. It's not yeah. the same. And everything's a crown, you know, because we all we need more crown flower filters. Crown. Yeah, flower yeah. crowns and ice princess feathers and shit. I never use those things. I, I just laugh. Snapchat anymore. I just look at people now and laugh because I know what they're doing because they have their phones in their faces and they're just yeah. like, you know, it's they so do embarrassing that, like, to side. do it in public. Oh, it's so gross. You know what pisses me off? Huh? FaceTiming in public. That's oh, my new thing. Yes, that is really annoying. It's oh. for a second to realize what FaceTime was for exactly. some reason. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's really rude, actually. It's rude, right? Yeah. Your or like you're at a I, table and someone's just like, yeah, so I was just, I, ah. and you're like, get the Yeah, fuck I just got to pick up this call. My boyfriend's FaceTiming me. Like, go do that in private. Go find a closet somewhere and do that. Find a panic room yeah. and do that. I don't <laughs> want to be here. Lock yourself in there. Yeah, and like turn on your car exhaust while you're at it. It's so, <laughs> so annoying and We're rude. so negative. Mm-hmm. Are you Saturday. Jewish? No. See, I, I'm not either. <laughs> I feel, but I feel like like a like a like a like just a moody Jew. Like yeah, I'm just like ugh, everything's hard. See, <laughs> and that's annoying. Why, that's why I love to get out of here. Like today, uh, for you guys listening, it is like the most beautiful day. It's like Rachel's place is like this cute little bungalow hideaway. There's all these like greenery. There's like pink umbrellas. There's a pool. It's like a perfect little. <laughs> Nook hideaway. It's like a, it's like a poor man's um, Beverly Hills hotel. Kind of, sort of, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, there's definitely been like cocaine parties and like roller girl taking pictures around the pool. Oh, totally. Oh man, I wish I was there for that. I know. I mean, I don't do cocaine. But like, here we are, just like. <laughs> yeah, we're just like. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid people facetiming. <laughs> it's more fun to be like that. I know. I enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, so I want to ask you a few questions about oh. you. Oh God. And your career. I'm in the hot seat. Yeah. Okay. How did you uh, get into comedy? Like, how did you decide you wanted to start doing it? it Were was, you funny as a kid? Did I you was know funny then? as a kid. I was definitely like the most, I was most humorous in my class every like year. We had a thing in Texas. They, they did like Texas. a vote every year? We did like superlatives, you know, like, mm-hmm. like at the end of the year, it'd be like most likely to, you know, be president or most likely to succeed and humor most funny we only did that like twice it was like eighth grade yearbook and then maybe high school yeah oh really yeah oh well maybe that's why i hate everything anyways (laughs) no but i grew up in texas and uh yeah i was always like the class clown and i was in theater and we did a thing in texas where we like competed Uh like like theater arts was kind of like a a sport where we did like it was kind of like speech and debate Uh i feel like they in Texas, they take everything very competitive. Very competitive. Yeah. So it's not just football; it's no, everything. It's everything. There's like, I mean, cheerleading and 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 I mean, yeah, debate and storytelling and um, improv and th- it was like a thing. And like different schools competed against each other for. I mean, you would get like places, you know, fourth, fifth, honorable mention. Mm-hmm. You get first, and then if you got better than first you got plaques like little wooden plaques that uh-huh. said and so that's all I wanted I was like I do not care about ribbons I want plaques <laughs> and I made sure like I I entered in as many um fields of competition as I could and like one year I like just swept and had like 12 plaques it was just that's like, amazing yeah, it was crazy and like my parents were very supportive that would of be it. like the highlight of my life I wouldn't need to do anything else after that right <laughs> this was like sixth grade <laughs> I was like I'm done <laughs> I peaked. Yes, I peaked. I'm done. Um, and then, uh, so that kind of like kind of helped me get into getting in front of people mm-hmm. and telling stories and making people laugh. And, and I loved it. 
And people were always like, you should do stand-up, you should do stand-up. And I was like, eh. Like, at what know. age was that? This was like, I remember like eighth grade. I remember people really? were like, you're like the little, you're like the young Jim Carrey. And like, that was like That's such so a cool, cool thing. Yeah, so it was like a nice thing because I he's like definitely one of my favorites of all time. But uh, I was like, you can't be a stand-up. You have to be like an actor. So like, I, I went through like acting school and all that and then moved out here but not to pursue acting i was just like done with texas i was like okay i've done this oh so you just moved here just just because yeah i was like i want to live in la with uh-huh. the beach and the weather and the fun yeah. and with the attractive people <laughs> and um and so yeah and then i remember like how I, old were you when you moved here i was 22 yeah i was 20 yeah 22 about yeah the age i moved here i was 21 but 22 close. and then um so, yeah, it was, like, kind of just figuring it out for a couple of years. And then, like, the recession hit. And I was, like, waiting tables and <clears throat> losing my job. I remember, like, just jobs were just because people couldn't pay anyone. Yeah. So people were like, oh, this new club in Hollywood's opening up. And we're like, yeah, here's the grand opening. And then, like, two days later, we'd go to work and the doors were locked. I mean, and I still feel like that happens with clubs. Just oh, of they- <laughs> course. It's, it's the worst. Yeah. And I feel like it's such a rite of passage to like go through that yeah because it's so funny because you're like this town is such a town full of rejection and i, I know mm-hmm. people say that all the time but like oh it really it's a is. real it's a yeah. real thing where like, you're just like when when people just look at you you could like i mean a, when you look at a baby and the baby's like no yeah and you're like oh okay well oh, yeah uh, okay. No, that was like well ch- children's judgment is the worst oh, because it's judgment. the most honest yeah like, they're really cutting to your core like, hi how are you and they're like eh. <laughs> and you're like all right well my face is that yeah. that bad so i'll just wait call me sometime um so yeah so i was like losing my job like i couldn't eat i remember like i was eating at one point i was eating um like hard-boiled eggs i remember like um I still eat eggs, though, as, like, a really cheap thing to do. It's when great. I, when you want <laughs> but, I mean, like, you don't buy, a, like, a carton of eggs and, like, you have your Monday egg, your Tuesday egg, oh. your Wednesday egg. But you were probably really skinny. You know what's been keeping me in shape is HelloFresh. It's the meal kit delivery service that makes cooking more fun so you can focus on the whole experience, not just the final plate. They create new delicious recipes with step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from novices to seasoned home cooks just short on time. They source the freshest ingredients measured to the exact quantities needed so there's no food waste. HelloFresh employs two full-time registered dietitians on staff who review each recipe to ensure it's nutritionally balanced. HelloFresh delivers the food right to your doorstep in a recyclable insulated box for free. So if you get off work late, it will be there and it will be just fine. And they're all and they're now offering light spring meals and they've also introduced a breakfast option and it's for less than $10 a meal. You can't do that at a grocery store. I always go to the grocery spo- store, spend way too much money and then have a bunch of food waste and it's never as healthy. And I have a special offer for my listeners. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, you visit hellofresh.com and enter promo code BEHERE30. That's for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh deliveries. Visit HelloFresh.com and enter promo code BEHERE30. That is such a good deal, guys. You have to do it. I know. It kept well, me really thin. Now, like, um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> mm. So I remember watching on television, there was like a, a comedy show. And I remember like watching it and was just like, it kind of just clicked. Mm-hmm. Like a stand-up special or a like sti- a sitcom? It was a show on, it was like a, it was, um, it was like a logo comedy special. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you know what logo is. Of course yeah. I do. It's where RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> used to be until they were like, you know what? 
We're better than this. We're better than this. Let's go. Let's go to VH1. Um, so who, I remember who watching. Who was on the special? Do you remember? It was uh, a, a friend of mine who now works for Ellen. His name's Daniel Leary. I mm-hmm. think he was. Yeah, he was on it. And I'm trying to remember. I can't remember who else. But I remember watching it just being like, oh, my God. I could totally do this because mm-hmm. I was kind of like at my wits end where it was just like, you know what? My whole life people were telling me to do this mm-hmm. and what have I got to lose? So you weren't pursuing acting at all. You were just like, yeah, just no, living I'm, out here. I was just getting screwed over and yeah. like, you know, um, you know, false promises and, you know, quote, quote, agents who are going to help me. Yeah. And, you know, then nothing happens. And so it was just kind of like at my wits end was just like, you know what? Fuck it. And I got online uh, I actually like got on Facebook because I knew there was a guy out here who books uh, a comedy show in Silver Lake mm-hmm. at Akbar, mm-hmm. and uh, his name's Bruce. And I, I actually like hit him up and was just like, "Hey, you know what? Um, I just kind of want to like try this out and and see." And he's like, "Okay, cool. You got six minutes." And I was like, <gasps> "That was so nice of him." I know, but I was like, "Oh, wow! I just did that." And I was like, "Oh, well, I got six minutes. Okay, let's let's do it." Did you write? Did you write a six-minute set, wrote, or did you just wing it? No, I wrote it out. Whoa! I was like, "What am I going to talk about?" And it was so bad, but good. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Everyone's bad. first yeah. time is bad. Like if I saw or, myself, but you, well, it's it's bad, but you think it's really good because you get a few laughs, and so you're like, "Wow!" Yeah, yeah. Whoa. I knew it was good though, but yeah. it was just like it was so green, like uh-huh. so green. <laughs> And had some friends come and see me and uh, my best friend Emerson to this day. He, I remember he was on a date. It was his first date with his uh, boyfriend at the time. He was like, don't fucking embarrass me. And I was like, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but then it was like I remember getting off the stage and like that was like the first time mm-hmm. that I was like, this feels good. You know what I mean? I was like, this is what I'm missing. That, that's exactly how what stand up was for me. Like, yeah. It was like so many no's trying to just be an actor and so much yeah. like just waiting around. And then when I finally did stand up. I was like, oh, this is what makes me happy. This right. is where I'm meant to be. Like, yeah. it's just like a feeling that I got. Like, it's a weird, oh. like, joy. Yeah. Like, it's, I kind of felt like the Grinch at the end of the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> like, the heart grew three yeah. times. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's, it was like a, it was like a reminder yeah. of like, this is, me yeah you know and you found your home and and yeah yeah and so then it was like I I kind of skipped over the whole open mic scene Mm -hmm. which I kind of like that's amazing yeah but it it went by really really fast because I was doing I started doing like these monthly shows you know Uh if somebody had a a once a month spot they would put me on it Uh and then um so that set that I so did. So did you just network really quickly? No, like how did you- I just, I like there was a show I did my that was in October mm-hmm. that show, and then I did a November show, a December show, maybe like a couple in January. Mm-hmm. People were just like, "Oh, come do my come do my show. I have a monthly show." And I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. So then, did you ever do like the bringer show circuit? Yeah, I did do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's actually where I'm getting where I was getting to because um, Tammy Joe Deeran who has she's just been great like I kind of owe everything to her really um oh, that's nice. yeah yeah because uh she had a, she used to have a show over at uh El Cid mm-hmm. and um I remember her just like giving me like spots whenever she had any available and I did the belly room a couple times like mm-hmm. you know those were like bringer shows whatever at the comedy store, and that's where mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh wow, this is like the coolest." Oh, I, sh- thing I guess ever. I should explain to my listeners what a bringer show is. That that's oh, yeah, basically yeah, yeah. where you 
they'll give you a spot on the show, but they're like, you can't perform unless you bring five people or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember there was like a couple where I was like, you know, I tried really hard and I didn't. And sometimes mm-hmm. they'll be like, well, you're not performing that, yeah. you know. But no, it was like I, I got four, but I couldn't get five. They're like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not that strict. Right. So actually, some people are. Some but... people are monsters. Yeah. Um. So then uh, Tammy Joe was doing a show. And there's a, a comedian named Kathy Lewis who used to run a show in the uh, main room at the mm-hmm. comedy store. She was like, and she has this really funny voice. She was like, oh, she has to talk like this. <laughs> I know she was actually. And um, she was like, come do my show in June in the main room. I'd love to have you. It was a Friday night. I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to be at the comedy store in the main room. Oh, my God, that's so awesome. And. Because I remember like going by and being like, God, you know, one day I'm going to have my name on that wall and it's going to be and awesome. And you do now. And I do now. But uh, I remember um, Michael Jackson died that Thursday. Uh-huh. So it was like June 25th, 2009. And I mean, the whole, the whole country, the whole world was like, what? And I remember being like, oh, that sucks. But come to my show tomorrow yeah, night. Like, come on. <laughs> you made like a Michael Jackson meme. I know, right? <laughs> That was before memes, yeah. 2009. Um, and I remember like I had a whole bunch of people come and there was like 16 people on the lineup and we're all stuck in the green room in the back before um, the main room started. And I was like 16th. I remember like being, I remember being like near the end uh-huh. of the show, but all of a sudden there was like this like weird little bustling going on in the green room. And Tammy Joe was like, uh, Justin's going third. So I was like, oh. You know, cool. <laughs> like, like, I was like, oh, bitches. I know. I was like, I'm going third. <laughs> Bye. I was like, I brought people here. So I did my six minutes on stage. Um, I had some friends in the audience come and I sat down in the in the uh, audience. And um, that's when Tammy Drew grabs me and she's mm-hmm. like, get up now. And I'm like, what? No, I'm sitting with my friends. I'm fine. She's like, get Justin, get up like angry lesbian, just like staring at me. That's, the, that's and I'm like, terrifying. Yeah. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? Like, I thought it was, she's like, Mitzi Shore just passed you as a paid regular. <gasps> and I was like, what? Is I that really to, how that happened? Mm-hmm. That is yeah. so cool. And so I got up and I was like, I didn't even know what that meant. What I the actual fuck? That is such a cool yeah, story. Yeah. So I didn't, well, A, I didn't know who Mitzi Shore was. <laughs> I didn't know what a paid regular was. I was just going, I was just doing my job. And so she grabs me, she takes me up to the OR steps where the ticket booth is. And Tommy, mm-hmm. the old uh, booker was there. And he was like this prophet who <laughs> knew everything about the store and everything about Mitzi and everything. He was like, your life has just changed. He didn't even sound like that. I just made him sound like a wizard because <laughs> yeah. he, he was a wizard at the time. He's like, well, everything. That's how he sounds. He was like, well. Kind of looks like Tom Petty. If you a little bit. Yeah, that. absolutely. He was like, uh, Mitzi Shore just uh, passed you and she passed, you know, Jim Carrey and. David Letterman and Jade Leno and you know Jim Carrey she, comes full circle for you. Yeah, it was weird. And so um I remember just being like, okay, cool. And I remember like the 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 thing I love about the comedy store is that the, every now and then you'll have these like weird magical nights where mm-hmm. everyone everyone's there. Like everyone's in town whether yeah. you're from whether you're working in New York or LA or you're on the road, there's always this weird like mass bringing together of everybody once in a while mm-hmm. where you all just kind of catch up and just laugh and just, you know, what's been going on. And it's, you just realize that we're all like a family. Yeah. And I just remember everyone coming up to me and being like, who are you? Where the hell did you come from? Like, what's, what's your story? Like, Oh my God, Mitzi just passed this guy. And like, people were like running out to like meet me and stuff. And I was just like, ah, that's insane. And then I remember people like right off the bat were like, but you're gay. <laughs> and I'm like, 
I know. It's so gross. Well, wait, and, does, um, what, did Mitzi not normally like gay people? Well, that's that's no, 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 no. It was just I think that's what it kind of was because like I like maybe you were were you like the first gay comic yeah. to get passed? Well, ever I think so. That's like out who was really like, fucking cool living in darkness and yeah. shadows. Um, I have you, never heard a story like that about the, the store where it was like you didn't even because most people uh, for my listeners, most people that kind of hang around the most comics that hang around the comedy store and, and are performing there. They know what the whole deal is before they're hanging out there. Like you were just doing a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just doing yeah. your thing. It literally and was like a strike of lightning. Like she had come down from the mountain that night and like I haven't seen her. I mean, we did like the 40th anniversary thing and they mm-hmm. had me do like a, 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 a spot for like representing the 2000s or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was the first time I met her mm-hmm. and I, I grabbed her hand and I was like, hey, thank you so much. Like, this is like a big deal. And she's kind of like, out. she was yeah. out of it. But like she, she grabbed, yeah, <clears throat> she has all of it. <laughs> but she grabbed my hand and like looked me in the eyes and just squeezed my hand. And that was just kind of like a cool, like, that is so like cool. I will not let you down. You know what I mean? Aww. But at the same time, here's the, here's the double-edged sword of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I got passed as a paid regular, like. I'd only been doing stand-up from October to June. That's <laughs> so, fucking crazy. That's it. And so I was a paid regular. I've been doing stand-up for like five years. <laughs> exactly. Not a, a paid of, regular. A lot of these people had been like <laughs> 10 years. Yeah. You know, sometimes it took them 10 years. So there was a lot of animosity. There was no, a lot I, of I, like. I don't have animosity. <laughs> no, yeah. But I mean like from the guys. Like yeah. being like, you oh, know. Oh, I'm sure. Because their egos got checked and they were like, what? This yeah. gay guy came in here and well, because fucking. There are a lot of people uh, for my listeners. So, so And also what a paid regular means is the comedy store is the most famous comedy club, I think, in the world, right? Yeah. Watch them up yeah. here on Showtime, June 4th. Uh, are you in it? No, oh. but I will be one day. Oh, I would love to. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll have a, a side talk about that. Jim um, Carrey's the EP. Jim Carrey, I'm ready for season two. <laughs> I would love to We've play. We've given you three plugs now, Jim. Yeah. Put us on it. And I would love to play Jim J. Bullock. That would be my character. Did yeah. you read the book? Oh, absolutely. It I was love incredible. It. It's my Bible. But I heard that the book is not, or the movie, or the TV show is not really, about, like. It's similar. not supposed to be the comedy store. Oh, okay. But it's not supposed to be the comedy store. Like, if you look at, the, if in the yeah. preview, like Goldie's, that's the back lot of the, of the comedy store. It's hilarious. It's totally oh, it. Oh, but someone okay. said that the book is not actually, but the, the storyline of the TV show is not really like the book. No, no. They had to change some stuff around. They had to change, oh, just, like, but it's names kind of stuff. like it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's oh, what I've that heard from some of the guys. They were just like, yeah, we're not playing someone but we're oh it's okay. based off of the character you guys should read that book it's Ugh, i mean even if you're so not a stand-up good. it's like the coolest book ever it's such it's just a like, cool time yeah anyway so what a paid regular means uh at the comedy store is that because you can i can still perform there even though i'm not a paid regular yeah. but it's kind of just a rite of passage and also just means i mean what i mean what does it technically mean um it's pretty much like it's kind of it's like, like a, an honor. It's an honor. It's like a yeah. status kind of a thing. It's yeah. like you're, you're, you know, you've been handpicked to kind of represent the store. Yeah. You know, it's like it has such a reputation and everybody who's been on those lineups. I mean, that's what's kind of crazy is like never in a million years would I be like, oh, I'm going to be I'm performing with, you know, Louis C.K. will pop up one night or, yeah. you know, and I'm sharing the stage with him or like Sarah Silverman's there yeah. and like rubbing elbows with, 
Joe Rogan and yeah. um, you know, Anthony Jeselnik, Jeff Ross, Natasha Legero, yeah. you know, and Yeah, and, but that can growing. happen not being a paid regular though, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean it's like I think it's just kind of like that stamp of approval. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's a stamp like, of approval, like, oh, and it's I just did that you're something. now you're a part of history because your name's on the wall and stuff. Yeah, like well, yeah, and I'm I'm I I feel like I I think I'm yeah, I'm the last one that she picked. That's really cool. You know, now it's kind of like you kind of pay your dues and you showcase now and mm-hmm. and that's how it used to be. Yeah, you know. so so his story is is pretty rare. Like it's, like, very, it's very rare. Very rare. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who I mean, Justin was you were chosen just because you were straight up funny. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people where it's sort of like they hang around the store for a long time. Like that's kind of like you have to like earn it. Mm-hmm. They want you to just be there. Like and we when I say hang out, I'm not saying they're actually even performing. They're just hanging out mm-hmm. <laughs> at the comedy yeah. store. And then eventually they get the chance to like showcase and, and then they get passed. Like mm-hmm. Justin's story is very, that's yeah, very it's rare. It's very old school. It's yeah. an old school story. I mean, now it's kind of like how many, you know, how many TV shows have you been on? How many yeah. like, you know, oh, you used to be an actor. Like here, yeah. you want to stand up now? You know, yeah. it's kind of, it's very, it's kind of lost that nostalgia a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's, it's still, it's still in that building for sure. Yeah. Oh, no. That, I mean, Comedy store is, has a lot of magic in it. Yeah. It's a very and a cool lot place. Of darkness. It's yes, a scary place. Well, it's also very haunted. <laughs> it's very very haunted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that used to be the old Ciro's. Mm-hmm. Ciro's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like a, it was a club back in the forties, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it was thirties, um, late thirties and forties. Yeah, and uh, it was run by the mafia, and they would kill a lot of people there, and they were doing like back alley abortions in mm-hmm. the basement and stuff. Like it has a lot of crazy history. Oh yeah, it's always fun during Halloween. I love it. Yeah. Have you ever had a haunted experience there? I have. I've had. What? I mean, the I'm big so one. I'm so jealous. I huh? want one. Oh, well, yeah. I always like hope whenever I go into the bathroom in the main room, because it's just no no one's ever in there. Yeah. I'm always just like hoping like something's going to happen. Oh, yeah. It's it's pretty crazy because I remember the the one that really sticks out. Actually, there's two of them, but this one's way more exciting. Yes, I love um, these kind of stories. I was, we were all in the, it was like late night, one night. This was maybe like four years ago. Four or five years ago, maybe. Yeah. We were all in the um, the green room, uh, in the main room, in the back. We're all just smoking weed and being stupid. And we all, uh, everyone left. And I was like, well, I'm going to use the restroom real quick. And then mm-hmm. I'll be right back. And I'll meet you guys out front. So everybody had taken off. And so, like, it's pitch black in the main room. Mm-hmm. But, like, with that weird floodlight still on. Yeah. And um, I remember walking off the main room stage. And I was walking out the door to go out to the hallway that leads out to the parking lot, you mm-hmm. know? So I'm walking and I look over because something just tells me to like look over and I look over and there's this man <gasps> sitting in. I know it's gross. <laughs> it's so cool. There's a man sitting there and he has a gray suit on and he's very, very broad shouldered and he's wearing a gray bowler hat. And it's almost like there's a light behind him because it's kind of like silhouetting. Uh-huh. But I could pick out the colors, but there was no face like it was just this like black <gasps> like almost like a shadow. Oh, I'm getting like goosebumps. Oh my about god! It. And um, and I looked over and I thought it was like somebody playing a joke on me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh hey, very funny guys. And like the things just like staring back at me. And all of a sudden, like my body was just kind of like, get the fuck out of here, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I just was, I just looked and I was like, okay, that's not normal. And I just ran down the hallway and I immediately went up to the piano player Jeff Scott, who uh-huh. like knows everything about that. Um building and if you want to like know more about the history of the comedy store like follow jeff scott 
entertainer, I think, on Facebook. I should have him he on knows, my podcast. Oh, no, I want to hear about that. One thousand percent. One thousand percent. He's so like knows everything. He's one of my best friends of, at that place because he's just such a like historian. He's so yeah. great. Um, and I mean, I ran up to him and I was like. I think I saw a ghost. Oh, God, I think I shit my pants, too. And uh, he was like, what do you look like? And I told him. And he was like, oh, yeah, that's Gus. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, yeah, he used to be one of the bouncers here at the comedy store. And he, uh, I think he got shot. They, like, killed him or something. And, and I was just like, oh, my God, that was crazy. He's like, yeah. He's like, welcome to the comedy store. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. And he's not afraid by it at all? No, 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 no. There were way more. They, I mean, he there were there were way more, and then they had like a, a like a paranormal team come in there and like exercise the demons. Well, they I don't I don't want them to because I, I want to see something. Some of them were weird. You have to check out the um, remember Unsolved Mysteries. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they did an Unsolved Mysteries about the comedy store, yeah. and I don't know if like, I think I, I saw so I've seen one haunted thing about the comedy store. Yeah. We've done a few, but I don't know if it was Unsolved Mysteries. It was Unsolved Mysteries. This is the one where it was like back in the eighties, and they're like, well, we when they had tablecloths and ashtrays, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> which is just gross <laughs> to think about, but like. Like they would like turn the corner and they'd come back and like all the tablecloths were like all folded up again and everything and I'm like mm, really so weird so I don't know if I believe that or not I but. think that though um, I've heard that like a lot of the spirits in the comedy store though are kind of like evil ones like they're it's like it isn't like a it's not like a good energy though they're like the ghosts there are like it's ba- a lot of bad stuff happened oh, or yeah. maybe it's just a lot of failed careers I, think I don't that's know that's what it is too yeah. I mean I feel like it's a lot of like. I mean, you're dealing with like murdered mobsters and yeah. like. Well, know, and um, uh, Steve. Lube- Steve Lubetkin, who, who's yeah. in I'm Dying Up Here. Yeah. yeah. Who jumped off the Ondas Hotel, mm-hmm. which is next to the comedy store. It used to be the uh, uh, Hilton Continental Hotel. Yeah. The Hyatt. No, I thought it was the Hyatt, Hyatt House. Hyatt, yeah. Hyatt, yeah, Hyatt. Um, it was a famous rock and roll place. Mm-hmm. Jumped off the, yeah, jumped off the top uh with a note in his pocket because there was a whole, you guys got to read the book, but there was a whole riot. I'm so going proud on. of you knowing your yeah. history. Yeah. <laughs> there was a whole he, strike going on about what uh-huh. the co- comedians were getting paid. And he jumped off basically onto the comedy store to kill yeah. himself and to, to kill himself, which is sad. And yeah, to prove a point. And his, the note in his pocket was basically like, I just want peace for everyone. Oh, it was so sad. Well, He was also on like, crazy lsd because he was oh i thought he just went crazy no well it was a little bit of crazy and it was also like his friends were his friends were getting like booking things like he was really good friends with richard lewis yeah and um that part was really sad because he was always like the one trying the hardest yeah and he he wrote that movie or that whatever and and, And that didn't work like nothing he did and then the strike happened and then like mitzi was outside while everyone was picketing and she was like, I'm going to ban whoever like crosses that line and bans like mm-hmm. banned for life or whatever. And he just happened to like wasn't paying attention and like walked over the line or something. And she saw him and was like, you're, oh, I you're banned forever. And I he, don't remember that part. That yeah. was so sad. And that's where like the downward spiral. And then he was like, but I'm making this movie and this movie's going to happen. And it never happened. And he just started taking drugs and seeing shit in the carpets and like, yeah. And then, but that's the sad thing is, and it's, that's, it's sad, but funny because he was like, I'm going to make a statement and throw myself off the roof onto the comedy store. But he jumped off and missed and hit that pole on the ramp and he didn't really make it to the comedy store, but still horrifying. Well, it's still close. It's close. He was close, but so so was the rest of his career. You know what I mean? It's It's like, but like, that's, what's kind of crazy is like. Mitzi was there and it was during a it was during like the OR show because mm-hmm. I was like I couldn't even imagine you know but we've there was a crazy time well we've seen shit too now you know with 
Were you there when that guy got shot? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you on the patio? I wasn't on the patio. I was uh, judging the roast battle. Oh, my God. It was me and Jeff Ross and Anthony Jeselnik, and we heard it, and we were like, what was that? And I remember they ran upstairs, and they were just kind of like, uh, so we're just going to keep everyone in here. And then I remember Jeff being <laughs> like, what? Talking? It's not like somebody was shot. And then it was like, actually, <laughs> somebody was shot. And we were like, what? There was nothing that was like linked to the store or anything that was a, like, a, the, no. the, it was just a random. It was a hit. It was a total hit. Ugh, it's so scary. Yeah. Okay. Back to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, it was a hit. Yeah. More about me. <laughs> More about me. Yeah. So did your career basically, did you, do you feel like it changed after that night when you were passed? Um... I mean, I know everything in entertainment is kind of incremental. There was definitely like a like a buzz, like who is this guy? Mm-hmm. But I didn't even know who this guy was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was I was still brand new. You hadn't even been doing it that long. That's and so I, crazy. And I didn't I didn't know like what I was supposed to be talking about, and I um I didn't know my voice yet really, mm-hmm. and you know I I actually remember telling Tommy being like, so do I have to do this like every night now like he's like this is your, he's like yeah so i was like You're oh like, this is like, do you want a job you know what i mean <laughs> yeah because well, i was so used to doing like once a month spots yeah, you know? yeah. and then i was like oh i have to call in every week and put in my avails did and you get a lot of spots right away no i got um i got like the early spots like right before argus i remember getting like the nine o'clock spot before to bring him on mm-hmm um, I remember getting he was a crazy part of that book, by the way. But oh, yeah. Not. Yeah. He, he's still around. Um, but like I got then I started getting like the really crazy late spots. And that's usually what happens when mm-hmm. you get past. You get like the 1245s, the 115s, the mm-hmm. 130s, which is just awful. Yeah. But it makes you grow because yeah. you're like, I have to entertain five drunk people who are like yeah. insane savages right now. Um but then it definitely tests you with like drinking and then, you know, it, it, it how not to perform on stage yeah. and, um, you know, it dealing with getting bumped, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, I've got like a 1145 spot. Oh, but so-and-so is popping in. Yeah. So you're bumped now to 115, you know, yeah. and you're having to stick around. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, it was definitely like uh, a lot of people... Uh, I remember the improv, the Laugh Factory. They were kind of like, "Oh, who's this guy?" And they they passed me over there too, and um, you know, I had meetings with managers and mm-hmm. agents, and but of course, that was not like, you know, they were like, "Oh, he's really new." <laughs> they were like, "Oh, let's let him grow a little yeah. bit." <laughs> I don't think any any manager or agent is ever life changing though. Like, no, I think like not. when you, it's like you still have to do most of the work yourself. Yeah, like, absolutely. Absolutely. And they have so many clients. It's like, they don't even No. They don't even, half the time, they don't even know what you do. <laughs> no, exactly. But I've had, I mean, <clears throat> I feel like my name's out there enough now where mm-hmm. people are, I mean, still, I've been, I've been doing this for like nine, almost, yeah, like almost 10 years. Well, what's the year? <laughs> it's 2017. So, so that was 2009. Yeah. So almost 10 years yeah. now where, I mean, that's usually what they say is like, mm-hmm. oh, it takes about 10 years yeah. to like get it. So if you're like dedicated and you're willing to stick it out for 10 years, mm-hmm. Go for it. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like now, like, if you said, like, oh, Justin Mardo, people were like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, everyone knows who you are. Yeah. In LA, you know, but like, it's definitely like, you I know. I think you, in many places. In many places. Yeah. You, you have know? like, you, you have a cult following. You don't know that. I everyone I, loves you. I think I do have a cult following. Yeah. Really? I, I know I'm a lot a of no people. Nonsense. I know a lot of people that, like, are, like, obsessed with you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just, Why do you think I had you on my podcast? That's true. I just yeah. thought we were just going to like put I don't on have headphones. Re- yeah, I this don't isn't have, even like being taped. We're I don't just have like- regular people on here. <laughs> <laughs> we're just sitting in your living room just talking into microphones. That's all we're doing. This isn't even going anywhere. No, but it is, that's a cool feeling because it's like, oh, okay, yeah, like I'm doing something because I mean, this can make you go batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, you're like, like there have been moments where I've honestly not to sound sad or, you yeah. know, self-inflicting, but I have thought about like, oh, I totally get Steve Lubedkin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. Well, it's a lot of it's it, th- most the, the reason why a lot of people don't do this. Well, A, you have to be funny. Yeah. But B is is most people can't handle the rejection oh, over yeah. and over and oh, yeah. over. And like just the like shitty moments of of doing like a 130 spot yeah. to people, you know, and yeah. just most people can't handle that. Yeah. You have to have a really thick skin. You have to have a really, really thick skin. And I, an elastic heart. <laughs> um, I heard someone, uh, I wonder, maybe it was, well, there's my Larry Miller quote, but I think it was maybe Larry Miller on Barry Katz's podcast. He says mm-hmm. that on Barry Katz's podcast, but I think it was him that said this thing before because Barry Katz always says like, he asks the comics like, what advice would you give for someone who wanted to move here and do this? And his first thing was, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. Don't do it. Have you heard that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's don't what do I it. tell people. Yeah. Don't do it because you really have to really have to love it i have a lot of i i've had a lot of people who are like do you have any advice like what should i do like what would you know i'm really thinking about moving out here and i and and it's that old quote where or that old saying where it's just like don't think do it yeah like there's so mm-hmm. many I, I really you know and you I have really to have that feeling like how we were saying we had that feeling when we started doing stand-up of just like like it has to feel right in your mm-hmm. your gut and your like otherwise you're just sort of because when I was just pursuing acting, I was just sort of haphazardly pursuing something that I didn't really, mm-hmm. I couldn't, because when you're pursuing that, it's not like you can do it every night. Yeah. Or I'd rather day. be funny and get on stage and perform like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I do not miss like that, that, you know, casting mm-hmm. green room where everyone's, you know, and I, back to La La Land yeah. when she goes in and everyone's like the redhead and. They'll have their yeah. lines. And I mean, it's just so gross. It's, yeah, it's, it's so crushing. Gross. It's, it's just so like, crushing. Yeah. Like, why am I sitting here? Yeah. Ugh. I mean, stand up can be too, but it's absolutely, but it, but it is taking something into your own hands. You're not just waiting for someone to say yes. Yeah. But it's also nice to like see your fellow comics and your friends like getting up there and seeing them grow as a person and mm-hmm. like what's going on in their lives and stuff like that. So it, it, that's that to me is really and comics are just the coolest people to hang out with yeah they're crazy the crazy they're crazy, say yeah. the craziest. They're crazy. <laughs> yeah they're crazy but i mean yeah it's like especially today's times it's like you gotta i mean the world wants to laugh yeah and the world wants to fight everyone's so angry oh god well we're angry too we were just but i mean like no i'm just moody we're not physical yeah no i just don't like things like i got on the plane to texas and i was like i swear to god if somebody tries to drag me off this plane or <laughs> like fight me i'm like because that's i'm afraid of like flying now because i'm afraid someone's just gonna be like America, you know and i'm yeah. like i had a guy at my show thank god my brother was there my brother came up and saw me from san antonio and um he's like ex-military or uh-huh. army yeah big big dude tatted sleeves and then there's me like, hello. <laughs> um, You're but a big this, guy, though. I'm big, but I'm like, I'm not going to get physical. Yeah. But it was so interesting. I had this girl come up to me and she was like real cute. And she was like, I thought you were really, really, really funny. And, you know, can I follow you on on Snapchat? And I was like, yeah, sure, for sure. And so I pulled up my Snapchat and she, I said, well, what's your name? She's like, just take a 
I'm just going to take a picture of it. And I didn't even like, yeah, like, oh, you can do that. Cause yeah, like, I oh, right. You can, you can just take a picture of my handle and then you can follow me later or whatever. So she's taking the picture of my Snapchat and her like drunk Texas boyfriend comes over just this dumb, thick fuck. Oh, God. And he's just like, no, nah, you don't need to take a picture with him. You don't need to take a picture. And he knocked my phone <gasps> out of my hand. And my brother was like, hey, like, thank God he was there. He's like, hey, dude, what's your problem? He's like, what's my problem? She don't need to be, he don't need to be taking no pictures with my girl. And I'm like, did you completely miss my set? Like, do you not know what's happening? Yeah. Like, I'm not hitting on your yeah. girlfriend. And oh, then that, he, poor, that poor girl is probably getting smacked around. Oh, that's next. what I was worried about. Because I looked at her and she's just mortified. And then he said those, those, those four infamous words want to take this outside and i was like oh shit you really did just say that yeah and i'm like no i'm not and and my brother's like he's like hey what you're gonna you're gonna beat up my brother you're gonna you're gonna beat up the comic you just saw perform like you came here to laugh and then fight somebody not a fucking loser and then my brother's like i'll take it outside with you and i'm like no my brother will like he's like he will like break your jaw with his bare hands Jesus. like crazy, but not like crazy. Good guy. Yeah. But like, yeah, don't. Well, yeah, fucking, but he's yeah. trained. He yes, he's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, um, the guy, like they just left and I was like, Oh my, and I thought the guy was joking. Like uh-huh. he's like, ah, oh, yeah, get out of here. You know? And then it yeah. was like, then he like slapped my, my phone out of my hand and I was like, Whoa, dude, like, are you okay? And I, the poor girl I was like, are you all right? So they went outside and I just kind of told the staff, I was like, hey, just kind of check in on her. I just don't, you know, because yeah. that's, that's a big deal. You know, yeah, I'm he just. sounds terrifying. Yeah. And I, and finally, I, like she. More importantly, she, did you break your phone? No, we're fine. Okay, We're good. totally oh, fine. God. I had a good cover on it. That would have been the worst. And uh, so, but I remember like her walking by, like she left him outside and I like grabbed her, or not grabbed her, but like I was just kind of like, are you okay? And she was just like, no, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, I need, are you yeah. okay? <laughs> like he's not going to come and like hurt you but i mean just angry and then my brother was like my brother was just like damn that was crazy he goes why do you think he got like that i'm like i'll tell you why (laughs) because she came up to a funny guy who's attractive and like nice Uh and she had a good time and her boyfriend is dealing with demons and he probably is like a closeted homo probably who hates himself and his life and i'm talking to you if you're listening to this i don't even know your name <laughs> but you're a piece of trash I'm make sure he listens to this i know god it was crazy tweeted everywhere people are nuts that is so crazy god speaking of oh god this is a this is a weird subject maybe mm. i shouldn't bring it up but Mm-mm. speaking of like closeted homos i one of my i've had two of my gay friends tell me that like it was like a, an alarming amount of like their straight friends that they hooked up with when they were like like younger or like in college and, oh, stuff. Uh-huh. and these guys are all like married and stuff oh now. yeah 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 and that i was happens. like i did not know that happened that it's often like a thing. Yeah. it's crazy yeah i mean it's like sexuality i know, know i know but it was just like surprising to me yeah i remember there was like i was in school and there was a guy that but most girls don't know that most no. girls have just been like like I there's don't a really lot, care, there's a lot like, of married girls out there that, like I have no idea have like no idea <laughs> that there has been a man's knuckle up their butt <laughs> their husband's butt so, it's so weird yeah it is I mean, it's, it's a thing I mean it's like it's like I remember there was a there's a guy who he was actually my bully or one of my bullies in high school I didn't have a lot of Aww, I didn't have I was like bu- I was like I'll stab verbally him. picked on but okay. it was something that like I was I well, just kind of you were winning all the plaques yeah I was, I was just plaking out yeah now I just black out <laughs> but it was like it wasn't it wasn't like I was shoved into lockers or anything like mm-hmm. that but I used my my wit to like kind of 
clock yeah. them, you know? Yeah. Um, but this guy, one of the guys like ended up being gay. <laughs> and I remember we kind of like reconnected, uh, at a, at a show one time and, uh, he's actually coming out here next week and was like, let's hang out. Oh, um, would you ever date him? No, maybe Oh, that would be kind of fun to have sex with your bully. Yeah. Cause you, cause he's your friend now. Yeah. Yeah. So this comes out next week, so I'll let you guys know. Yeah, yeah. yeah please, <laughs> please come back on here and tell the story. Let us know. Did you fuck your bully? Did you fuck your bully? Um, it does get better. Um, uh, but he was like, oh, yeah, there was this, you know, remember in high school, it was like this whole thing where, you know, all the guys on the football team, we all just like hung out in the locker room and just jerked off. I was like, what? 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 <laughs> And I, it like blew my mind. I was like, wait, all of you guys did? All, all together at the same time? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like hanging out in the girls locker room dressed up like, <laughs> like a high I school mascot. Do- like I was doing something wrong. I know. I was like, I was hiding from you all and you guys are just living out my porn fantasy <laughs> without an invite? It's just so mean. It's a hate crime. That's a, yeah, yeah. That, that's real bullying. Yeah. I don't really care that he shoved you in a locker. I know. I was like, oh, and now they're all like married and go to church and shit. And, yeah. Okay. The wife's like, my husband's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure he is. I just posted a sure picture on Natasha. Facebook and our family is so happy. Ugh. You, you know what I've noticed when people post like um, couple photos or family stuff? I have because I have a friend that does this where mm-hmm. we, usually when she's fighting with her boyfriend, that's when she posts like a really like loving photo of them. Oh, that's funny. I think that most people like it's like they're trying everything's to like, fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Everything's yeah, great. Everything's we're really happy. He's my rock yeah. and my shelter. <laughs> rock yeah god i hate people uh this is why i'm single though I know. i'm just too my sister is she has three kids well she's gonna she's pregnant with her fourth fourth mm-hmm. and what um what a blast she put up her uh her uh <laughs> what's it called sonogram picture mm-hmm. i was like why do you have to put up your sonogram picture but it's kind of funny because that baby is just like that's like a studio apartment. Like it is a comfortable gig. Like <laughs> it is like it's the weirdest thing because usually you know they're all like in there and they're like bubble gum yeah. and like you, gross. Just chilling on its you like it's just laying on its back. Oh, that kid's gonna be cool. Just like womb life. He's, Hashtag womb life. Yeah, he's gonna be chill or yeah. chi or he. I don't know. Yeah, but it's really kind of bizarre because it's just like it. It's just it looks like it's on a pool raft. Like I wonder. On, like, I wonder if you can floaty. if they can tell like how a kid's like they're. Um, demeanor is going to be by how chill they are in those yeah. photos. Yeah. Well, I'd like to hang out with whoever that kid is. I don't. And I don't like kids. I know. I don't like kids. Either. They're annoying. You will never adopt them? No. Never? No. Do you want to get married? No. Maybe. No. I don't know. Maybe if like, you know, I don't know. Maybe. Just to get it, like, have it. It's kind of hard to be married to a comic, though, I think. Well, I'm not going to marry a comic. <laughs> no, Jesus. I'm saying them. With you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I was like, I'm not marrying a comic. Yeah. No. Have um, you ever dated anyone in the comedy scene? Mm, no no oh, you've i had to think about that oh is it, i was like i feel like, like but you've maybe hooked up with one <laughs> no <laughs> hold on not like in no 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 i have not no i had to think about it i've no. never dated a comic you've never Mm-mm. no i don't want to. i've actually never even hooked up with a comic Mm-mm. but i had a boyfriend for many years no i have not I just don't want to like like have to see them later, and it's like, ugh. And well, it's, it's like weird. such a thing. Yeah, there's a lot of people who do do that. There's a lot of comics who do date comics it's very and incestual. like hook up with them, and I'm just like, why are you doing this? Like, yeah, because then they go tell their stupid boy, stupid boy guys, whatever their their bro friends, and then the bro friends, and then the girlfriends, and then it's just this big. 
Yeah, it's very like kind of. Yeah, gross. I don't really ever want to like be sitting around with my female comic friends and be talking about like which like male comics I've hooked up with. Like I'm all set on that. I think. I just think, I think they're all, all gross good. too. Like, yeah. <laughs> like what what male comic would you hook up with if you had to? If I was forced to. If you were forced <laughs> to, yes. Like broke down palace, Claire Danes. I would probably choose like an old one. <laughs> like Argus <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah, yes. God no. Like, uh, well, no, I'd want a successful one yeah. too. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not going to use my one on, mm-hmm. let's see, maybe like Jerry Seinfeld if he was single. <laughs> oh, okay. So like yeah. old school. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not trying to, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hook up with, I'm just trying to even think of someone random. God. Jamar Neighbors. <laughs> Jamar Neighbors. God. He's a nice guy. He's a beast in the bed, I bet. Yeah. Um. Um, all right. Should we wrap it up, I guess? Yeah. Is there anything else I you need know. to know? I wanted to hear more about you, though. A little okay. bit more. What else you got on there? Well, I didn't really write that much down. It. I was <laughs> Oh, I do have one here. Huh. Is it hard being gay in the comedy world? Yes. Is it? Yeah. Why? Um, just because it's like there's a standard behind it, especially because it was so taboo back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it's still. What's um, this? What do you mean? What's the standard behind it? Well, I mean, like. The origins of stand-up, it was just definitely a, a man's, a straight, white, male mm-hmm. um, world. Yeah. You know, it's like you had Carson, and then you had Letterman, and Leno was just this, like, bro mentality that mm-hmm. still is around, where everyone's oh, just, yeah. dude, bro, I'm just crushing puss, yeah. and I'm fucking, yeah, and I'm wrestling alligators, and I'm watching <laughs> UFC, and fuck yeah. It's so um, true. What are you, Joe Rogan there? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, I didn't say any names, but, you know, that kind of mentality. And I love Joe, but yeah. I mean, like, there's I a lot Rogan. of the guys who, like, follow him and, mm-hmm. you know, he has those, like, dude, bro, fucking, yeah, you know. Brendan Schaub? I don't, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Oh, that's one that I'm, that's, I, yeah, I, he needs a good butt fuck. Um, <laughs> the, um, uh, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, I know. Um, but, but okay. it is, it is, it is yeah, definitely, it's a very male, male and I feel dominated. like, I feel I can relate to female comedians. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I hate being labeled as a gay comic. I'm mm-hmm. not, if you've seen me do stand up, I barely even talk yeah. about it cause there's way more interesting things to talk about. I really about. don't feel like you are labeled as a gay comic. Well, it's, I actually texted Jacqueline before you came over. I was like, is Justin actually out? Uh, like I was like, do I am I allowed to talk about it? I was like, does he? Because because I don't they really think of you like that. Well, yeah, because I don't feel like you need to. Yeah, I was like, am I should I, am I allowed it's, to like mention it? I don't know if he's like out in the industry. Yeah, no, you just like ruin everything. I'm like, <laughs> I've built everything up until now. Um, no, it's 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 a thing because it's like especially with like gay marriage and uh, equality and mm-hmm. you know, the HRC and all that kind of stuff. It's like it's we're just now getting to be like mainstream. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I don't identify myself as like, Oh, I'm just this like gay comic, you know, rem jobs. Am I right? You yeah. know, I'm not gonna, and I hate hearing that from anybody, you yeah. know, it's just kind of like, okay, there's way more mm-hmm. things to talk about. Um, but it is a lot of people, a lot of people want, want that stereotypical gay guy mm-hmm. or that stereotypical lesbian mm-hmm. or it's it's very like oh we need like a ghetto black person yeah. we need you know the bad asian driver it's very like or like the female comic that talks about how slutty she is yeah oh my god so, my yeah. vagina is it's so dry oh, oh my pussy am i right ladies There's ladies 
Really oh, and I can, and I'm, I just thought of like four of them yeah, in my head yeah. that I'm like, oh, that's all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. When a guy comes on me, am I right? I mean, it's just so fucking tired and basic. Yeah. And you know what I was just thinking, I mean, I actually, I hate that kind of humor and I, and I would hate like hearing a gay guy say like a rim job joke, whatever. Right. But like that we're, we're not. That because like uh, female comics and gay comics are like a, a smaller part of it, we're like, oh, they can't do that annoying thing that they do. But is there like one thing that like male comics do? You know that we're like, oh, they shouldn't. Oh, you mean laugh at themselves? Yeah, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> laugh but, at their own jokes saying, on like, stage. <laughs> we're almost even being harder on ourselves and like and our our little like subculture of. Well, I feel like it's it's even it's, though I just I actually just try to hate those kind of jokes too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's like with 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 straight comics too um like what is their annoying thing that they do all the time so yeah besides laugh at themselves bro or like i don't like yeah or like i am i like i get so many girls that type of yeah stuff. it's that's uh that drives yeah. me crazy we're like, sh- we're like sure you do you live in your mom's basement uh, like and your shirt has a stain on the front of it like no one's hooking yeah. up with you so it's hooking up with this girl from behind it's mm-hmm. like i don't need details yeah. and no you weren't and also yeah no yeah. you weren't you, that was a dream you had Thank you for sharing that. Um, it does. It does make me laugh. It's just kind of like this, like so this pride of the pride of the jungle. I don't have like a clique that I run with yeah. in the scene. I'm kind of like, and I've always been that way. I've never yeah. been like subject to one group of people. Like yeah. I was friends with the cheerleaders and the band and the mm-hmm. theater kids and the math geeks and the mm-hmm. you know. I was um, like that too, but I came from like a really small school, so that yeah. we didn't really have groups. Oh yeah. So I guess my brain, even in LA, is like, oh, I didn't know groups existed. I thought we're yeah. all friends. Yeah, well, it's like clicks, you know. It's yeah. like it's just so funny when, um, you know, I I do see like, oh, there's the click, and everyone's like around like a certain person, and mm-hmm. they're all just you know their chests are out, and they're just looking around like, <laughs> yeah, so we're all here, we're with this guy, you know, and. You know, then these girls walk by and they're like, damn, yeah, I'd fuck that. I'm like, oh, would you? Would you, you would fuck that? You would let you, and I want to I want to grab the girl and be like, I want to like pull a Regina George, which is what my nickname is in, at the store, the Regina George of comedy. That's amazing. Um, where it's like, oh, excuse me, um, would you let him fuck you? <laughs> oh, God, no. Yeah. You can go shave your back now. Yeah. Like, that's me. Like, I just I like I stand up for girls. I'm yeah, like, because really I, nice. I get it. It's like this weird, like weird harassment and like. You know, I'm tired of these like dogs just like treating girls bad. And, you know, it's the same thing like with guys. They're like, oh, so like, uh, would you fuck me if, if you if I was gay? I'm like, no. You're Wait, a- do they seriously ask you oh, that? Oh, I've had I've had guys oh who are like. Oh, my God. They need that much validation. Oh, absolutely. And I'm the guy who's like, no, you're okay. a four. <laughs> I have goal. Like, I have standards. <laughs> like, I'm not disgusting. just going to take anything. <laughs> I'm not like a fucking hot dog being thrown down a hallway. Like, no, you're gross. <laughs> And I will tell that to your face. <laughs> How dare oh, you? Oh, my God. I would love to know who has asked you that. But <laughs> oh, there's a you, lot of them. I God. I make you name a name on here. <laughs> Trash. Has anyone ever been, like, mean to you about being gay in the comedy world? Um, I've had to clock a few. Really? Yeah. Have you actually gotten in a fight? No, 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 no. Oh. no not a physical fight. But I've, I've definitely been um, pushed. Not, mm-hmm. like, physically, but, like, someone kind of, you know, you take it. See, I think they're just jealous of how good looking you are. That could be it, too. You know what I mean? Your hair's not, like, thinning. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's a lot. It's insecurity. I mean, that's part of comedy is being insecure. but um, Or just being dark. Yeah. And they just feel, like, threatening because, you know, I'm the guy that, like, all the girls run to. Yeah. I've been used as bait (laughs) before where it's been, like, 
you know, I've been I've been some of the comics like babysitter. Like I'm gonna go. Wait, what do you mean? Oh, like the girl will. Like he'll they'll bring their girlfriends and they'll be like, uh, "Hey, Justin, can you like just? I'm about to go on stage. Just watch my girls while oh, I'm gonna go so on stage." Funny. And then I'm like stuck with these girls while they're like in the back, like fooling around with somebody else, you know. Wait, really? Or like, you know, trying to hook, hook up with it. Yeah. What? That's crazy. And I'm like stuck on the patio, like, all right, so what's up? Because uh, they know I'm not going to like hook up with them or yeah. whatever. But like, how do they trust you not to say anything? Because oh, they're your friends. I, guess. I wouldn't but do yeah. that. I wouldn't yeah. do that. But there have been instances where I've just been like, oh my God, like, Carl, are you, what's wrong with you? Wait, for, I, I, that's crazy to me. That yeah. Now I'm never dating a comic. Like, they will literally have their girlfriend there mm-hmm. and have another girl. Well, allegedly, there'll be like another girl in the yeah. back or, or like, or they'll just like cruise, or or cruise around for, you know, yeah. like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm pretending I'm alone, but my yeah. girlfriend's in the front or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or maybe they had another girl that they had invited that night and then the sure. girlfriend pops in yeah. because they know where their boyfriend is because mm-hmm. they're, they know where they're performing. That's insane. But there have been like instances where guys have said things to me that have been like, like, you can't say that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't say that to my face ever again. Really? <laughs> yeah. And they've been like, oh, no, I was just, I was just kidding. And I'm like, that's fine. But I'm just letting you know that's, these are my boundaries. Yeah. And you that's good. You got to do that. Yeah. Like, that's not acceptable. Yeah. And then they, they're like, oh, what a bitch. This is such a bitch. I'm like, no, I'm a person. Yeah. Who needs. <laughs> yeah. Just take a joke. I'm like, I can take jokes, but when something's not funny, I'm going to let you know to your face. Yeah, you're like, the most important part is that it wasn't funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't really care what you said, but and you just weren't I don't funny. know you like that. Yeah. So that it's sucks. one thing if you're my friend and we can make jokes, but like we barely hang out. Yeah. So there have been times like that. What's your ultimate career goal? Um, or where do you see your career going? I would love to host uh, a show for mm-hmm. sure. I would love to you do will. Like, uh, Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I'd love to do like some red carpet. I've led to do some like, you know, uh, entertainment corresponding work and um, interview mm-hmm. act um, kind of like mesh. Mm-hmm. Be that be that person that like the Midwest can see on television and not yeah. be like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I thought they were all supposed to, you know, talk like balloons getting the air let out of them and you know <laughs> wear suits made out of bubble gum and shit like that you know yeah I'm like like that's that i feel like that's so the the job that you're gonna have like doing fashion so. police red carpet stuff i mean yeah, i already yeah. did that fashion but police, yeah. well not like but you know what i mean like commentary type stuff yeah that's what i'd love i'd love to yeah. do that well you did that you did that one for the bachelor Yes, that was fun. Yeah. I loved that. Was it fun? It was fun. I'm sad, sad, that. sad they're not doing one for The Bachelorette, which I'm just kind of like, I don't get that. Well, I don't think they're doing, I don't think that the ABC Digital is around anymore, is it? The what is? ABC Digital or whatever. I don't think it's oh, around it anymore. Oh, is it not? Oh, well, that makes sense. Or then. something like, yeah, I think, so, well, maybe I should take that part out. <laughs> I don't know. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I was like, uh, maybe I don't it's know. Not, oh, I don't think it is. Maybe, yeah. Because they all tried to do that and then it just kind of like fizzled out. Huh? Yeah. Well, We'll find you one of those jobs. Yeah, thanks. Well, well you're gonna someone. We'll it's gonna it's it. gonna come to you. Because I want to. I want. I want this mug on television. It's a good looking one. Thanks. Thank you for doing this. Of course. Tell me. Tell uh, my listeners where you're performing and also like where they can find you, like Instagram, Twitter, oh, all yeah. that shit. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Justin Martindale. It's all just one mm-hmm. Justin Martindale. Uh, on Twitter at Just Martindale. I need to get better at Twitter. I've like stopped doing Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um. And then Facebook, Justin Martindale. You can catch me. This comes out Thursday, you said. Mm-hmm. So you can catch me Friday 
Friday and Saturday at the Comedy Store in La Jolla if you're in the San Diego area. Guys, go there. I know I have listeners there because they, they came there when I was there. They did? So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go see Tell him. Tell them to come. I'll get go you guys tickets. Go see him. Um, and then, oh, God, what else? What else? What else? Uh, well, he's always at the Comedy Store. I'm at the Comedy Store. But there was something else. I forgot. He's also writing on a TV show we writing can't on mention. A show. Yeah, we can't mention Because it. it's secret and it's really cool. Yeah, I mean, that's really it. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, wait, wait. That's what I want. And if you're in the L.A. area, <laughs> <laughs> on June 6th, come to my show. Uh, it's called Stand Up to the Streets. Um, it's a show that... Uh, wait, are you doing it with, with them? With Justine and, and Heidi. Yeah. Oh it's, God, it was it's, so funny. You I should went, come. I went last... Yeah. Well, June 6th, what? No, I'll be in New York. Oh. But I went to the last one. It's fucking hilarious. It's so good. So it's yeah, so like I'm, good. The, I'm like the main judge. And yeah, then we yeah. get a comic and then we have an actual dance person who's like knows what the fuck they're doing yeah but it's two sets of comics and they battle it out with comedy at the beginning and then they have a team dance mm-hmm. and then they do individual solo dances it's and really it's, it, it's kind hilarious of awesome. it's you guys kinda, should go check it out it's kind of becoming like one of the best shows in la so i'm kind of proud of it yeah so, it really is yeah. it's hilarious June 6th, comedy store i think it's at eight o'clock we're right before the roast battle okay so i think it's at eight yes okay. i'm pretty Dang sure it, it's i wish o'clock. i could go yeah that sucks. All right. Well, it's you guys time. should go. Mm-hmm. Thank you for doing this. Thank you for having me. That was awesome. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.